Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, hi, and welcome to another Bullet Points episode of The Emma Gunn Show. I am your host, Emma Gunnar-Wardner, and I thought in this midweek show we could revisit Book Club. Ah, Book Club, how I love it so. And the reason why I wanted to talk about the books that I've been reading in a Bullet Points episode and revisit the Book Club series is because lots of you have been asking on Instagram about the books that I read ever since I said in one of my Q&As that I tend to read one book a week and listen to a book a week. And many of you said, how on earth are you doing that? That seems ridiculous and like a lot. But when I signed up for Audible a little while ago, you see when you download a book or you view a book, it shows you how many hours it takes to listen to it. And honestly, in the main, they're between seven and eight, maybe even six and eight hours. And as soon as I saw that, I thought, well, that means that if I just allot between 45 minutes and an hour a day, I can probably read a book a week. And so ever since I did the maths in my head, that is exactly what I have been doing, which means that I have been reading a lot more than I have before. And honestly, I feel silly that I wasn't reading this much before because it's just been to have access to that much information, to see the world through other people's eyes, because my audiobooks are always, nearly always autobiographies, has just been so wonderful. And I recommend it to anyone. And honestly, just break it down uh, to think about how much time you spend on social media. You don't even have to think about it because there's an app that will tell you, or you'll get an alert on a Monday morning that will tell you, look at that and think, could I have allotted 45 minutes to an hour of that a day just to read a book? Just saying, that's what I've done. And it's made a big difference. Although I do like scrolling on on, uh, Instagram too. But there we go. I'm not perfect. No one, no one needs to be. So the first book that I'm going to talk about in this episode, well, it's two books in actual fact, because it's one author, and it's not a diet book and not a life coach by James Smith. Now, James is a personal trainer with a huge social media presence. You may have heard me talk about him briefly with Emma Story Gordon on the podcast a little while ago. In fact, did we speak about him on the podcast or was it afterwards? I can't remember. But Emma Story Gordon knows James, so you might sometimes see them on each other's uh, Instagram stories. Online, he is reportedly the fastest growing online personal trainer. He's very direct. He's incredibly knowledgeable. And I appreciate what he says about wanting to leave the health and fitness space in a better state than he found it, which is just is very cool when you think about it. And I found James on Instagram after he was recommended by a friend. And I have a lot of time for what he has to say in terms of health, fitness and diet. Though I know he is controversial to some people, I don't find him to be controversial, I have to be honest. He is to that industry what, say, Caroline Hirons is to beauty because he calls out people who share nonsense, doesn't sugarcoat his messaging, which is always backed up with expertise and he does come from a place of experience he is a personal trainer he does the work he puts in the effort and what I think is really clever is James doesn't tell you what to do although you can let him if you sign up to the James Smith Academy but he shares with you the information usually backed up with several verified sources in a way that makes it obvious to the reader reader hopefully what the right course of action for you is 
So he doesn't spoon feed you. He just presents you with the information and hopes that from there you will go on to make good decisions and live your best life. Why should you read these books? Well, if you're interested in fitness and want to understand from someone who's an expert in this area how to move, how to maximize how you move and how to balance exercise and rest, then this is a must read. If you're lacking motivation, these are also excellent books because they have the ability to inform you, but also fire you up. After I finished Not A Life Coach, which expands into other realms like business and entrepreneurship other than just health and fitness, I wanted to do everything I'd ever wanted to do and was going to climb over, run through or tunnel under anything that got in my way. So if you're looking for that kind of fire of energy, then I do think James is a great person to follow on Instagram. But I also think uh, these books are really Uh, really good and very quick to read and very easy to read. The second book I wanted to talk about is Get Divorced, Be Happy by Helen Thorne. Now, uh, regular listeners will know Helen was on the podcast very recently discussing the book. And I invite you to listen to that conversation if you or anyone else close to you has been or is going through separation and divorce because her perspective and insights are, are so incredibly helpful. What I loved about this book was that it lets you know that even when something like infidelity happens and you feel absolutely awful and that you've been treated unfairly, life can be better on the other side of that pain. And I think that's a beautiful gift of light and hope that Helen shares with the people uh, who read this book. I also adore how practical she is in the book in terms of dealing with lawyers, getting financial advice and getting a handle on all the complicated things that make that will make a big difference down the line. And she doesn't shy away from telling you how bad the darkness was, how bad the dark times were. It's all very well to talk about how nice things are now. And if you follow Helen at Helen Wears a Size 18 on Instagram, she is living her best life and looks absolutely full of joy and happiness. But that doesn't mean that to get there was easy. And I think that sharing that so honestly and openly with people is such a valuable gift. And why should you read it? even if divorce hasn't affected you personally, I think this is a wonderful read to help you help the people around you who may be going through it. If you are in the mire of separation and divorce, then I genuinely think it's a must read for you. It comes with my strongest recommendation. Okay, book number three, Food Isn't Medicine by Dr. Joshua Woolrich. Um, I was encouraged to read this after I had Davinia Taylor on the podcast. I've said it a few times, so I won't repeat myself, but... um, Some listeners didn't appreciate her take on food and nutrition and didn't feel as though she was qualified to come on the show and talk about it in the way that she did. And they felt that it headed into territory that was controversial and potentially dangerous. Now, I stand by having Davinia on the podcast because she has transformed her own health significantly and just wants to help others feel the same benefit she does. But I do listen to you, my most excellent listeners, and Joshua's book was one of a few I was urged to read to broaden my knowledge and understand the issues around fat phobia that are rife in the world. I read the book and was definitely interested in the subject matter and interested in what Joshua had to say. Granted, taking turmeric is not going to cure your ills, but some foods definitely make you feel better than others, in my opinion. And granted, health and feeling good aren't the same thing. But I came away from it with my opinion pretty much unchanged about the fact that certain foods support well-being over others. Now, regular or long-time listeners will know that I've had Dr. Rupi Ordler on the podcast who transformed his health by changing his diet. And that's a story I hear time and time again. And I honestly am inclined to sit on that side of the argument than on the one that is presented in this book. But that doesn't mean it doesn't contain valuable insights. 
Why should you read it? Well, if you're interested in health and diet or feel that you're bombarded with clickbait that tells you certain foods will kill you and others will make you live forever, then Joshua's book might be the leveler you need. Another book that I was asked to uh, consider reading after the Davinia episode was What We Don't Talk About When We Talk About Fat by Aubrey Gordon. Um, And I listened to this on Audible. And I'm going to be honest with you, listeners. The world is fat phobic. We know this. The world treats you differently if you are in a larger body. When we look at someone, the first thing the brain might compute about that person is their size, whatever that size may be, whether it's small or the way to big. And in the book, Aubrey reveals that she weighs around 350 pounds, I think, and then shares her story of navigating the world at that size from hideous experiences on airplanes with passengers who asked to be moved so they don't have to sit next to her to a woman taking fruit out of her trolley, uninvited, just going up to her, looking in her trolley and taking out the food at the supermarket because it contained sugar, Um, which was as bad as the um, nurse who couldn't believe her blood pressure was normal and so went to get a second monitor to get a correct result. So there are lots of experiences she shares in the book about how people have treated her poorly because, exclusively because of her size and because of assumptions they've made about her and her health because of her size. Now, I know not everyone will agree with me on this, but Aubrey navigates the world at an an, an extreme weight and therefore it stands to reason that her experiences may be extreme. So they don't speak for the entire uh, larger community, shall we say. The world is fat phobic, but I wonder whether the experience of a 350 pound person versus a 200 pound person, for example, will be very different. So while I appreciated Aubrey's perspective, I, I wasn't, I fundamentally came away thinking, is this everybody's experience? And I don't know as if it is and having speak, spoken to people since reading the book I think maybe this represents an outlier but in every single retelling of her own experience she comes across as very sweet very affable and thoughtful and the people she comes up against uh, are told as people who are deliberately rude unhelpful or spiteful and by the end of the book I kept thinking there are three sides to every story yours theirs and the truth Um, It was a very interesting read, though. It was extremely well written, and I'd recommend the book over the audiobook because the tone of the narrator did begin to grate after a while. Um, But that's just me. I did struggle with it, and I'm just being honest with you. I'm sure uh, Aubrey's fantastic, and like I said, she's a brilliant writer. But I, I came away from it with quite a few questions and I actually debated about whether to say that because I don't want someone I don't want someone to think I'm being unfair. That's just my reaction to the book. And um, yeah, I stand by it. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. So, like I said, I appreciate the perspective and I'm glad I read it, but it didn't make me really change my mind about a whole bunch, I have to be honest. But like I said, I listened to you. You asked me to read it, or not everyone, but quite a few people got in touch and said I should read it, so I did. And that was my that was my view. 
Um, but why should you read it? If you want to know what it's like to navigate a fat phobic world, then I don't think you'll find a better resource because Aubrey does share her lived experience and there is, of course, value in her story. But um, I have to say, I didn't always agree with the cases she made. The final book in this book club is The Common Path to Uncommon Success by John Lee Dumas. Now, after reading this book, I had two of the most productive weeks I've had in about two years. And then I hit a wall because I kind of overstretched. But this book makes you realize how much is possible, how much time you have in a day and why you can't why you can do anything if you set your mind to it. I think some of the biggest lessons I took away from this book were um, how scheduling all your activities into the diary gets things done. It sounds silly to write post office. Um, I'm using exclusively my online diary on my computer, so I'm not writing things down in a paper diary anymore. So it seems a bit bonkers to click and write post office, but because surely you can remember without having to put it into an actual computer. But doing it has meant that for me, none of my little errands or tasks get pushed back to tomorrow, which they can do for weeks and weeks and weeks. It can just roll on. And I've also been doing this with big work projects or things that I've previously thought I won't start that because I haven't got time. And trust me when I tell you, I have been able to take massive chunks out of tasks I've been putting off for ages because I have made them so big in my mind and just saying, right, between 11 and a tw- 11 and a 12, nope, between 11 and 12 tomorrow, I will, I don't know, look into Patreon, for example, hints and teasers. It's amazing how much you can actually take out of that task and uh, tick off just by putting it in your diary and just being rigid about the fact, yeah, do you know what, between 11 and 12, I will do that. He also talks about things like finding your audience, finding your niche and how to grow a business, all of which I found utterly fascinating and enlightening. And genuinely, I actually read it on Kindle because it was very inexpensive versus the paperback because the paperback's quite new. But I'm actually thinking about getting the physical copy so that I can make notes, turn down pages, etc., and just keep referring things, referring back to things because I think uh, that's very difficult. I find that very difficult to do with a Kindle. And sometimes you need a physical book to actually do that. Why should you read it? Well, if you're self-employed, starting a business, have aspirations to go out on your own or just want to get more out of your job or your life or just be more productive... I highly recommend you read this, genuinely. It was so brilliant. And as I said, I felt so motivated after the fact. I just went a little bit too hardcore afterwards. So don't do what I did. Pace yourself a little bit. And if you want any more convincing about um, reading as much as I am at the moment, trust me, I absolutely love it. Just remember that reading has been proven to reduce stress and it's a heck of a lot easier than a downward dog. Although there's a lot to be said for a downward dog, let's not forget. Now, if you've read any of these books and you would like to share your opinion with me in the Facebook group, that's where I'd love to hear from you. So go to the show notes and click to join the Facebook forum. You have to agree to the forum rules and answer one question. Please do that, then I can let you in. Otherwise, I'm afraid... I won't. You can also DM me on Instagram and Twitter where I'm at Emma Guns, or you can email me at thebeautypodcast at gmail.com. That inbox is just for you. Um, so don't be shy about using it. Thank you so much for listening. It's been an absolute pleasure to spend this time with you. I would love to know if you've read any of these books or if you have any recommendations that you could share with me that we can maybe discuss on a future episode of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you on the next one. Bye.